The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Today we have a very, very timely show about digital news and how news is changing due to platforms like Twitter, etc. And with the tragedy that took place in Haiti yesterday, I think that my two guests can really talk about how the dissemination of this tragedy and atrocity um, got around the world very, very quickly. And I have my friend, Anna Gonzalez, Web Anna, um, who is a news producer with News 8 in Austin, Texas. And I also have... Drew Scott, who is a media guru, not only is he a very talented music producer with Interscope, but he also has been working with the media for many years and certainly came to be um, a media guru in this digital era. So I think that we'll have um, four fun-filled segments of some very interesting discussions. First, I want to talk to Anna a little bit. Um, Anna, first... Is, wasn't it so much fun now that we took our Twitter friendship to a radio relationship to a real face-to-face relationship? Yeah, good morning. I, I thought that was so fun that we were able to have a tweet-up when I was in L.A. because one of the um, things I was kind of worried about was, you know, I was going to go cover all these exciting things, but because I'm a you know backpack journalist, I do it alone, and I was like, somebody out in Twitter land, please, you know, respond, and I was so happy that um, we were able to meet and catch up. And, of course, just like we have great conversations on Twitter, you know, we sat for over two hours <laughs> and enjoyed each other's company um, and really just made the, solidified the relationship. So I really it enjoyed is. That. I mean, now you are a bona fide friend and news contact, face-to-face, broke bread. <laughs> yeah, was- absolutely. Yeah, and, then, you know, later that day I was also able to meet uh, another friend on Twitter um, that evening, um, and we had a really good time. Her name's Ken Boy, and um, the next day she introduced me to all her friends, which she met through meetup.com, and um, we all went hiking together, and then they all work um, at Internet marketing firms, so it was kind of funny that we all run in the same circle. We do. We're all very incestuous. We're very incestuous, and Andrew, um, you started on Twitter about the same time that Anna and I did, and you have, like, you know, a ridiculous amount of people following you. How did that happen? <laughs> Andrew? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I know it's early for you, and if you didn't have your coffee yesterday at 11 o'clock and, it, <laughs> and we're grousing, <laughs> I can't imagine being next to you now at 7 oh my or 5 a.m. No, I, I, speaking of which, I just got home from a session just probably like 30 minutes ago, so <laughs> it's 
the life of the life of PR and music it just doesn't stop. But um, yeah, uh, I I just started Twitter maybe around, yeah around the same time as Anna and and so. And you're and and you have like so many people following you, but is it because you're saying things that are outrageous, or you know just because you're part of many communities that you have you know this sudden popularity? You know, you know, I think it's I think it's a bit of both. You know, I think that um, you know, there's definitely some of my reporter friends on Twitter that you know we we talk and they introduced me to some of their friends and vice versa. And then there's just people you know that I know as far as like. Um, working on the other side of like the industry, as far as like with music and things like that, and 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 then it's all it's that and everything else. Like you know, there's sometimes that I'm like you know, because sometimes people take Twitter a little too serious. So sometimes I like to have fun on Twitter. So a lot of people are like, "What is he going to say next?" You know, kind of thing sometimes. So um, it's a it's a little combination of of both. Yeah, you had you got yourself your own little Twitter entertainment show going on. Right, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, listen, I'm glad that I'm getting you on the other end of your work day rather than having to wake up, so you could go to sleep after the show. Right. <laughs> so I'm glad about that. Now, listen, I want to just I want to circle back a little bit to news, and that's going to be the main topic that we're all going to come back to. And Anna, talk a little bit about your experience as a digital news producer. And you're in Austin, and then Fort Hood breaks. What? Tell me what happens at your news operation. Yeah, that was um, a fairly interesting uh, story, uh, just on a personal level, because um, I had just started working there, and um, you know, we the station has a lot of great ideas about what they want to do with their online team and so this was the opportunity to really take advantage and you know put everything that we had been talking about you know in the interviews into action and um, I remember an assignment editor standing up and saying you know some outlandish things like there are you know at least seven soldiers killed three shooters running around I mean we just you know when the information first comes in it's always you know um, scattered and nothing's confirmed and um, so, you know, we ran out of the assignment meeting, and I'm sitting um, with one of my web producers, Kevin Oaks, and she's on Twitter, and we're like, okay, hold on, wait for it, you know, wait for everything to get confirmed. And we have a really fast-acting um, assignment editor who uh, gave us information that we could confirm, that there were reports of soldiers being shot, and, you know, one of the shooters could be in custody. There could possibly be more, um, which, as, as we know, that ended up, there weren't more, and we tweeted that out. And I believe we were one of the first um, to to send that information out on Twitter, um, because that's when other the other larger news organizations started to to say what, and their ears perked, and they retweeted us, and you know that's um, what seemed to really get all the balls in motion. And um, so you know, as the assignment editor or the uh, assistant news director is sending out crews, you know, he looks at me and says, "Are you ready to go?" And I said, "Yes, let's do this." You know, and. So uh, we went, and um, while we were there, what was also interesting was, you know, the it really gave the um, television reporters a chance to focus on the press conferences and a chance to focus on, you know, sending back those live hits to the television station. And with a web uh, producer like myself being at a major event like that, you know, I had the opportunity. I don't have those same obligations. So... Um, it's also kind of funny because while the rest of my technology failed, I still had my BlackBerry. 
so I was able to go and interview people who were waiting in the parking lot, you know, asking them about what they knew, their families, their situations. And um, I'm a little less, I think, obtrusive because I don't have a huge camera on my shoulder and I just have my little BlackBerry. And so people were giving me, you know, quotes. I was sending back pictures via this BlackBerry and sending them all back to the web producer on duty um, back at the station. And she was compiling at that point, her job was information center. So she's getting all this information from the assignment desk, from myself, from the reporters who are out in the field. And she's filtering it all, the Associated Press, you know, mainstream media and Twitter. And she's filtering it all to put it all live on the website so that we're constantly updating. And um, so I think that from a multimedia perspective, um, I think that was one of the first times that we were able to, to produce content like that. Uh, it's uh, it's really amazing. All you really need to do, you have to be there, and you have to be smart, and you have to know the, you know, what information is relevant, what to send back. All you, the technology that you need today is only in the palm of your hand. And I think that these big clunky, you know, TV cameras and big clunky, you know, audio boom mics um, can really distract from getting a really great story. I think that that's the lesson here. You were able to be a lot more mobile and, you know, run around to places where these live shot crews couldn't go. And therefore, you were able to get the point of views of the people in the parking lot where nobody else could have gone there. They're restricted. So you have to think about how that changes news. I mean, it, it just makes it into a whole people's news mixed with, you know, you know, traditional journalism because you're still sending it through, you know, to, you know, to the network you're affiliated with, and you know they're making it look packaged, a little bit packaged anyway, and have the and they have the abilities to disseminate it around the world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and I think that really sparked, uh, especially in our newsroom, you know, the desire to take advantage of the platform, you know, and especially in a multimedia perspective. And so um, for every major event that happens, um, we send a web producer now. Um, one of uh, the web producers is going to the um, Texas primary debates tonight up in Dallas. Um, you know, I just kept back from California covering the DCS national championship game. And, um, you know, as we move forward, I think it just, it frees up people um, to the te- the traditional crews to focus on the television side and really tell that story in the best way that they can. And then um, with us being there, then we know that we can focus on taking the photos, you know, getting in depth with the text, um, seeing if there are any raw clip opportunities, um, you know, incorporating poll comments into our stories or, you know, really um, interacting with the viewer, which is my, um, you know, big push for 2010 is I just want to, See how we can, you know, interact with the viewer to the best of our abilities with with this technology. I mean, it's so easy to do now, and how can we start to integrate that into um, the news gathering process? Yeah, that's that's completely right. Well, before we end this segment, Andrew, I wanted to ask you how did how did you learn about what happened in Haiti yesterday? Did it happen to? Did you? Was it because of what was tweeted about it? It, it was actually, you know, um, if it wasn't for for Twitter, I would have been kind of left in the dark. I know that sounds pretty bad, but, you know, I, I mean, other than the, the web, um, Twitter has really became like mainstream as far as like mainstream media, like it's became 
a way, you know, to get your news when you want it, how you want it, you know, at any time. So I found out about the incident in Haiti through Twitter, you know, and and just through the tweets that, you know, the people that I was following, you know, they were, I just saw a hashtag Haiti and I was like, what is going on? You know, that's when everyone was like, you know, breaking news like CNN, you know, everyone was just had, you know, their own stories going on on Twitter. So it, it's crazy how Twitter just became like this new, you know, force as far as like in media, you know, as far as like breaking news and, and keeping people updated on current events. Oh, it, it's really quite amazing, you know, yesterday, and then we'll have to take a commercial break after I wrap up the segment, but we have plenty of segments left. Um, you know, I, I had heard about Haiti, obviously, the news broke the day before, but it was how I think that Twitter, you know, really took the user into a much more real devastating place than we were originally able to imagine because there are people like Anna who were using their Blackberries or their mobile um, you know their mobile devices to take pictures of what was going on behind the crevices i mean you know it wasn't your normal you know suffering you know person um, you know, looking as the news shot of the day, there was such a variety, you know, shapes and sizes, all ages, all areas, the proximity to, you know, the government center, um, just the chaos. I mean, everybody was able to be a little videographer. I found it to be, you know, I, I find it more and more astounding as we have events like this how much the world finds out with such immediacy. Anna, were you struck by it in any way? Yeah, what I was struck by is, you know, at first everybody is talking about, um, you know, what's happening, you know, the facts, the pictures, the, the video. And then it quickly moved into, you know, because you have that hashtag Haiti, and then it moved into help Haiti was a trending topic. And mm-hmm. um, something interesting that I read last night um, that through Mashable.com, was that the Red Cross was able to raise $1 million in 24 hours through their, their text messaging campaign. So that means every time you send um, a certain number uh, to, uh, you have to text a number and you will donate $10, it's automatically um, applied to your bill. And so through just $10 donation increments, they were able to raise $1 million. And that's definitely through the use of you know social media, spreading the word that way. And, I'm sure major news um, news organizations putting it on their website, you know, saying it, um, telling the viewers that that's what they can do. Text this number, and you know, you donate ten dollars automatically. So I thought that was pretty incredible, and I, I haven't heard of that ever happening before. Um, so I think that in terms of relief efforts too, and helping people, you know, um, Americans or uh, people all over the world when they hear about these tragedies, that they just Twitter is helping to mobilize, you know, and how can you help? Don't send items, send money. No, I think that's very true. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to revisit this Twitter fundraising phenomenon when we come back, so everybody stand by.
news, opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. It's sex education like you've never heard before. Want to improve your love life? You know, that love life. Join sexual wellness expert and certified erotic educator Jaya for Sex with Jaya. She'll bring you cutting-edge techniques to expand your erotic repertoire. Jaya will offer advice and speak with guests who will shed light on everything to do with sex. You can even listen together with that special someone. Sex with Jaya is broadcast live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Dez Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with um, Andrew Scott, who is a media expert guru and certainly came into the media era, you know, when the digital age was becoming Prevalent and Anna Gonzalez, who is a producer with News 8 and has broken the Fort Hood story because she was lucky it was in her proximity, but she was very, very technologically ahead of her times and did whatever it took to get the feed out there through whatever device she had on hand. Um, you know, before we ended the last segment, we talked a little bit about... Um, you know, Twitter money and how the ability to raise money became one of the um, millions of dollars were raised through Twitter because everybody said, you know, the thing to do is send money. They don't need food. They don't need water. They really, really, really need money. And all of these little, you know, send a dollar here, send a dollar there sites sort of 
popped up, but one really has to check the legitimacy of those sites, don't they, Anna? Yeah, and the Better Business Bureau has um, links, and that was something that I included in my um, How to Help Haiti story from last night, was um, the Better Business Bureau has links that um, has a story that lets you know, you know how you can check to see if an uh, organization is legitimate. Um, and there are some specific things you can look at. Um, if you Google, you know, those terms, then you can find, you know, what who you're donating to. Um, I also included uh, a link to um, an advanced Twitter search um, results. Um, so, you know, because if you were to look up the trending topic, Help Haiti, then there are a lot of people who are saying, I wonder how I can help, or, you know, um, you're just making comments and, Whereas if you add that you only want to see links that include the words Help Haiti, then all of a sudden you get this whole information resource of you know, people who are sharing legitimate organizations that they are um, donating to. So that kind of helps also, as well as you know, information around you know, how to help that's in the news. Yeah, no, I think that's very true. Um, Andrew, I'm, I'm going to jump topics a little bit, although related to the broader subject. Um, isn't it crazy how much, how many reporters we can talk to via Twitter from the publicist standpoint? It's, it's insane. You know, there's, it opens up the, the realm as far as and media goes, you know, especially like with Twitter. Um, you know, you don't always get the online media um, or you're not, you know, a lot of publicists aren't really aware with, you know, um, newer technologies or, you know, the, the Internet as a source of news um, as much as as they should be. But Twitter has opened up the world where now you're meeting not only, you know, editors from magazines, um, you know, prominent magazines and things like that, but you're also meeting editors from blogs. You're also meeting editors from online websites, you know, people that you've never known, you know, who have just as much of a readership as, say, you know, um, latimes.com or cnn.com, you know, you're, you're meeting editors, at, you know, I've met editors, you know, from yougo.com, which is a huge, 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 you know, website for like entertainment, um, you know, people from coedmagazine.com, you know, there's, it just opens up the world and there's so much, more, there's, there's a market that hasn't been tapped until now. So, you know, there's there's extra opportunities, you know, for clients that really didn't exist or that information wasn't readily available as much as it is today. Yeah, it's funny. I um, When Anna and I were having breakfast, and, Andrew, you've heard me say this before, um, when anybody's looking for a PR firm or a publicist that claims that they're connected, I always say to them, well, you know what? Why don't you go look at their Facebook page because not everybody's comfortable with Twitter yet. And why don't you see how many reporters this publicist has on their Facebook page? Because if they don't have any or if they have, like, one, I guarantee you they're not connected. And that's really become a selling point in, you know, selling our PR services because, Andrew, you and I both have, like, 500 reporters that we're talking to at least, right? (laughs) Right. So, um, you know, it's it's just very, very interesting. You know, a publicist that isn't connected, um, sure, they can ask to be friends with, you know, hundreds of journalists, particularly the ones that have, you know, 50,000 to 100,000 to 40,000, you know, followers. But, um, you know, 
it's a lot of times publicists won't even realize that this is a mandatory part of their marquee, and um, it just really, you know, it tickles me. Anna, do you ever take a look at, you know, how connected a person might be by sort of, you know, stalking their follower lists and friends list? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really good test because, you know, on Twitter, Twitter's really informal. You know, it's it's a somewhat anonymous and, you know, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll follow you back. You know, it's, it's really casual. And then, um, but to really take that relationship to the next level, that's going to Facebook. <laughs> so oh, if you have reporters on as your friends on Facebook, I mean, I don't accept all the friend requests on Facebook. You know, I'm a little bit more, just a tiny bit more private. I'm pretty transparent, but, um, you know, I'm a little bit more selective on my Facebook. And so I think that that's a really good test. And um, but I, yeah, I, I definitely look at other friends and, you know, see who I can be connected to and, you know, hit, nudge people and say, hey, would you introduce me to this person? Because they look really interesting. And um, I love that, you know, Facebook um, allows you to have those privacy settings where if you only want friends to see it, then they will. But you can also broadcast other things more publicly. So that kind of helps, you know, your friends, uh, your friends' friends see who you are and get connected that way. Um, but yeah, Twitter is always the starting ground, but I think Facebook is definitely the way to go when you're checking out how connected someone is. Oh, I know. It's um, it's really, really frightening, but I kind of really love it. Of course, because Andrew and I are ahead of the curve, we <laughs> we can particularly go, ee! <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it really stumps people. It's like, huh? Really? You know, like, oh, oh my God, reporters will talk to people, you know, and won't talk to people? And it's so funny, I know that some of our buddies from the New York Times, they will only talk to publicists that, they will only accept friends that they know. So if it's a new person that really isn't very connected, they're very discriminating because they're no longer looking at their emails for pitches, they're really looking at Facebook and their friends for pitches because they know and trust them. Right. And, um, you know, that's really changed the dynamics. I really love that part of marketing and, um, you know, particularly in the press arena. Um, Andrew, have you ever pitched a story via Twitter or Facebook? I have. Um, actually, and, and you know this, like this week, I've had um, a client of mine, he's having a New York media tour, and pretty much it was a last-minute kind of deal as far as him going into New York a little bit earlier than what he was supposed to be going. So it's um, this Friday, you know, he has a media tour, and I'm like, okay, what, you know, what do we do, what do we do? Um, you know, and I, I kid you not, within probably three hours from speaking to my friends on Twitter and Facebook, you know, I set up a media tour with him, you know, with like six different magazines, like in three hours. It was insane. Like just the turn turnaround time, you know, I sent them emails and they replied back to the emails probably um, yesterday and this morning, like early, early this morning, you know, because we're on the West Coast, you know, I was getting emails, you know, back from there and they're like, but we already handled this, you know, via Twitter. So uh, it's funny, you know, I've, I've, you know, secured stories for clients through Twitter, through Facebook. Um, it, it's becoming, you know, more convenient for, you know, reporters to respond to people that they know, you know, through social networking. You know, it's also happened not just um, Twitter and Facebook, but you also can't forget, you know, like LinkedIn as well. 
um, you know, LinkedIn, I think, is a very um, vital tool for reporters and, you know, for publicists and, and people in our field, um, just because, you know, with LinkedIn, there's the recommendations, there's, you know, it, it shows you how you're connected with an, a certain individual, um, you know, so, you know, also through LinkedIn, I've gotten, you know, responses, you know, for sponsorship opportunities and brands looking to partner with uh, celebrities that I was representing at a certain time. So um, social networking has taken those relationships and have have magnified it, I would say, like times 10 for me as far as like the results um, that I get a lot of times, you know, and, and a lot of times reporters who don't necessarily have your contact information um, but they're friends with you on Twitter or their friends are friends with you, you know, through Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, they contact you that way. So it's, um, it's, it's interesting how it all has kind of transitioned. And, and I'm wondering, you know, what's next, you know? No, I know. Exactly right. Well, listen, we have to wrap up this segment. We have two more segments to go. Really great information, guys. Stand by for more in how news is changing through digital media. And we will be right back. Stand by. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Are you a wow, a wise, outrageous woman of a certain age who wants thrilling work, vibrant health, joyful relationships, financial freedom, and the new F word, fun, in the next stage of life? Join host Lynn Schreiber in the Wow Zone each week where you'll meet amazing women who are creating lives filled with passion, purpose, and pizzazz. In the Wow Zone, broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Anything is possible. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Oh, my God. 
advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Anna Gonzalez at Web Anna, news producer, News 8 in Austin, and Drew Scott, music producer extraordinaire, but also media, digital media news guru and terrific friend. I love having him around. I'm very, very lucky to be surrounded by great people. Um, so listen, I wanted to bring up a couple of other things that are news-related, um, not so much in a not so much in a hard news, breaking news kind of a way, but how Google is affected by news. And I know that you're both familiar with how Google rankings work and search engine optimization, etc. And I wanted to share with both of you a very, very, you know, some interesting inquiries that have come to our PR firm and what I suggest back and hear your input. Um, there was a person who came to me last week and said that there was a, a there was a problem because there was something negative written about one of his clients, um, and it was at the top of Google. And when you put in this person's name, you know that's the thing that you saw immediately. And you know what can you do, Cindy, to take that down? And my response was as well, you know, sorry to tell you. We can never have that taken down. I mean, Google is a platform. It's not an editorial production. It's a platform. It simply, you know, posts information as it registers. But what we can do is we can do a PR campaign that talks about other stuff with heavy use of this person's name in keywords and um, really build up, you know, so many other things that this negative item can be pushed so far down to the bottom of the barrel that nobody will ever see it anymore. And I think that that's really another, um, you know, sort of a wonder in terms of how PR works today. It's um, crisis management, again, can be managed with the palm of a hand. Any feedback on that? Yeah, you know, I think um, I think that's a really good idea uh, because there, you're right. You know, it's a platform; it's not um, an editorial powerhouse. I love that um, that you said that. And um, another thing that's kind of interesting now, if you go to news.google.com, you can't really, um, you know, you can combat that with other articles. But if you um, just Google that person's name. Um, Google now shows uh, Twitter results, you know, what thing people are tweeting. So you can almost have, you know, more immediate results by, you know, getting your face to start tweeting things that are positive, you know, or whatever it is that, you know, you need to do. Um, and then that immediately shows up on Google, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, Twitter has an amazing search engine uh, velocity, because, you know, all of us use digital media um, and the web to, you know, amplify our marketing or dissemination efforts. And w- Twitter, boy, I, I, I have, it gets picked up so quickly and so randomly that it's crazy. I mean, and if I, you know, if I send you a tweet, it gets picked up. On <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, you know, and there seems to be a randomness to it, but you never know which tweet of yours is going to be picked up on Google and posted to the world. It's just amazing. 
Yeah, that's why, um, you know, I, I love, you know, obviously I, I love my job and I love being in news. Um, but, you know, I definitely, um, like to have fun, you know, like Drew was saying. <laughs> and, um, I do, I do like, to, you know, I think about things and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't tweet that. Let's just backspace, you know, before I think about stuff before I, I post it. Um, because also, um, you know, with news organizations and journalists, it's a reflection of the company you work for. Um, you know, especially since I have on my bio, I'm the senior web producer at newsaidaustin.com. So if I say something, you know, really outlandish, you know, I know that that's, you know, people are like, oh, that's whether you want it to or not, people don't usually separate you from who you work with. No, exactly. And Andrew, it's, it, it's really true. Andrew, I wanted to talk to you a little bit because, you know, in addition to being the, you know, the the media guru, you are a personality, you have to deal with music talent a lot, and I noticed that you run your tweets sort of like the Andrew Scott show. Um, you know, you will be talking to, you know, several people about, you know, a session that you had through the evening and what was, you know, you know what beat was really you know, off the hook, and, you know, you really did. You made it into this, like, mini talk show about the music business and the talent and making everybody feel really, really good about the sessions that you're running. Um, do you censor yourself? Um, so, sometimes sometimes I do because it's also, um, you know, piggybacking off of what Ann said, you, also, you have to, you know, watch it, you know. Um, I, you know, as far as, like, with my gigs, sure, you know, um, with you know with music it's a lot more free freedom ex- of expression but also you know at the end of the day you know i i'm also you know i also have a company that i'm representing you know clients and supposed to have their best interests at heart so sometimes you know i have to be careful of what i say you know on twitter because it can backfire on you i mean you look in the news and you see i mean sometimes it can be a nightmare like thank god you know uh my clients for the most part aren't aren't on Twitter, but, I mean, we can go back to, like, the Chris Brown incident, you know, uh, with Rihanna and how he was using his Twitter kind of as a venting um, platform, which, you know, if I was his publicist, it would have probably been a nightmare for me, you know, him just talking about, you know, the Walmarts weren't putting his music out there, you know, he was just cussing about it, and he was like, you know, I'm not holding anything back. He's like, this industry is a bunch of, you know, crap. It was crazy just the things that he was saying and and then there was a, a point in time where he was supposed to be um doing community work as as part of his probation sentence and you know he was taking pictures and he was sending them on twitter like you know check me out in my uh, you know my gear how do i look ladies you know kind of thing where it really made him seemed like he wasn't taking it serious. You know, it really made him seem like what he did and what he was, you know, actually um, charged with, you know, this felony, um, you know, it, it really just made it seem like, you know, he wasn't taking it serious at all. So you have to be careful. You know, it's kind of a catch-22 kind of thing, you know. Um, whatever you do, you know, if it, it doesn't matter, like, if, if you're in music or, or if you're, you know, just some you know, if you just work at, at a at a company, you know, or if if you're working at McDonalds, you know, they're watching you. You know, there's been reports and there's been stories where people get fired over their tweets, you know, and so it's definitely you have to be careful because it's it's also a reflection of you and, and it can play out in a pretty bad way sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I think that's true. There's we you know, publicists for celebrities 
have a new responsibility because the the public figure sometimes gets a little finger happy because they're like, oh, you know, damn, you know, I could just like say, hey, you know, I'm at McDonald's and what an ugly ass blah, blah, blah looks like today. And right. there's a new kind of personality management now because right. it's not only what they're going to say on camera at a live event, but, you know, they could just, you know, have a drink or have something bad and then start twi- tweeting something and it can ruin their whole career. It's it's really kind of frightening. If I worked for U.M. Hefner and he had, you know, and he was a Twitter person, I would have had a much harder job. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, any comments about people who may have put their thumbs in their mouth with Twitter? Yeah, I mean, didn't, um, wasn't something tweeted about how Kanye was a, a jackass and then, the, you know, no, it was off camera and then, um, but before they knew it, you know, they had to like, they, they tried to delete it off their profile, but it was already retweeted. And, yeah. um, yeah, and I just think that, you know, I, I, I think it's really funny that, you know, now we have to, to watch out for it, you know, cause it's, it is somebody, um, a couple of my PR friends, uh, when I first started getting, the reason I started getting on Twitter is they said, you know, Anna, you need to start taking yourself more seriously. You are a brand, you know, with what you do. And, um, at the time I had a segment, um, in Dallas every night and they were like, you know, you're a personality. You, um, need to take yourself seriously and watch, watch what you say and do. And you, cause you're a brand, manage your own brand. And, um, you know, I love being, you know, just, saying things like I try and do 80, 20, you know, 80 relevant, you know, what's going on in Austin and 20, just like, you know, life, uh, you know, casting, just saying what's going on in life and what I'm seeing and, you know, just try and get people to laugh or interact. Um, but, you know, I am just really aware that, you know, it's a reflection on you and, and the company. No, it's something that, you know, when we, and the three of us are, you know, public figures in a way, and and we have to manage our own reputations, and you know sometimes, and the three of us are extremely entertaining and creative. We all fall into that category because you know I've read, you know I read the tweets that both of you post on a regular basis. I I follow you guys like you know I follow a TV program, but you're my friends, and I'm interested in what you have to say, and I want to share pertinent information and you know we just all have to think about what people might be reading later and um you know i've you know when i want to say you know um a curse word i really monitor myself in not <laughs> writing out the word i might say friggin <laughs> because i right, know or, right or i might use like special characters to you know disguise it or or it's like a wholly you know different way or you know put asterisks and stuff like in the space. No, exactly. And and for Andrew, for you, it's very, very tempting because, you know, the people in, you know, in the music world are sometimes very um, uncensored, should I say. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're going to have to take one more commercial break. This is a great show. I want the two of you to think about, you know, messages as we wrap up, you know, conclusions, summaries, hypotheses about digital media, where it's going in 2010 and beyond, and we look forward to coming back. Everybody stand by for more on digital media via social media platforms.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you destined to be an everyday change agent in your organization, your relationships, your community? Learn how to become one when you tune in to The Change Agent on the Voice America Variety Channel. Justin A. Flunder, the chief change agent leader of the Flundonian Group, will help you examine every aspect of your personal and professional life. By observing your own thoughts, words, and actions, you will become the everyday leader that you are meant to be. The Change Agent airs live Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Hi, we're wrapping up the news evolution, digital media, and how it's changing the way that news is put together, disseminated, etc. We have at Drew Scott, ASAPR, um, beautiful person, beautiful music producer, and we also have um, Anna Gonzalez at Web Anna, very inspirational young woman who I've had the pleasure to meet from tweet to meet in person last week while she was covering um, some sports events in L.A. And, um, you know, I think as we conclude, there's a number of things that we've learned. Um, I think that people who aren't using, taking Twitter seriously, really ought to wake up and smell the coffee. Don't you agree, people? 
Definitely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, um, one, you know, it's one, one of the reasons uh, that I love being in Austin is that it's a big city in small city shoes. You know, there are like four major highways that outline the perimeter of the city. And, um, but it's the social media scene is fantastic. I mean, it seems like almost everybody is wired um, and mobile with their devices. And um, that really becomes clear when um, it's almost like, you know, there are a lot of internet famous people, you know, but the thing about, you know, with bloggers, there's a lot of bloggers here, but the thing about it is everybody's accessible. Um, I've met so many people and um, have developed relationships from Twitter, you know, into real life that have helped in, you know, developing segments later for, you know, my job or, um, you know, we were all having dinner um, once and they were joking. They're like, wait a minute, who hasn't done business with Anna, you know? Yeah, and, no, exactly. Um, well, you're, you're, you're a celebrity in your own right and um, you're very, very good at, at packaging yourself, but more importantly, packaging information for the news people that you work with, right? Yeah, that's something that we were joking about uh, with my friend in L.A. We were like, let's cheers to be internet celebrities one day, but not, not real celebrities. You know? yeah, well, I think that you already got into that point, you know. It's, <laughs> um, it, it's really, really, it's funny. You're there, honey. You are definitely there. I want to go back to what Andrew brought up before um, with LinkedIn because um, we talked about Twitter and Facebook and news, but, you know, we kind of sort of put LinkedIn on the back, burner. and I want to revisit Andrew bringing up that platform because, you know, amazing, um, but just an example of how powerful LinkedIn is and how many news decision makers do use LinkedIn. Um, when the Octomom story broke last year, um, my friend Stephanie Becker, who is a booker at the Today Show, um, you know, she's one of the senior news bookers over at NBC News, um, you know, she came to me through LinkedIn because of my crisis experience, and she needed somebody to talk about it in Los Angeles because she's based out of Burbank. And that's how that happened. It was kind of like, oh, who do I know that's in crisis management? I'm just going to hit up Cindy, and then before you know it, like I'm commenting on the Today Show about it. So LinkedIn, ha- it's a little bit more businessy, um, you know, a little bit more formal, but let's not underestimate the importance of it. Um, you know, Andrew, have you had any kind of LinkedIn aha moments? Uh, absolutely. You know, um, I, I definitely agree that LinkedIn is more business oriented, but you know, the, the people that you're talking to on LinkedIn, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. You know, um, I've had, you know, I've spoken to, and it, it, it goes from, you know, sponsorships, you know, I, I've spoken to, you know, the SVPs at Mac Cosmetics for when I was, you know, representing Keisha Cole and, um, you know, we worked out as far as, you know, a deal. They were like, you know, now's not the appropriate time for us, you know, but in the future, you know, let's, let's continue and talk. So, so there's been, you know, um, deals and, and sponsors, you know, that have outreached to me through LinkedIn, but also, you know, um, in return, there's been, there's different groups that you can join on LinkedIn and there's, um, you know, there's like, 
things for like music professionals. There's things for marketing professionals. There's things for people who are interested in SEO. You know, there's things for people who are looking for actual business or people that are actually looking for, you know, a publicist or a public relations firm to help them with, you know, their startup company. So LinkedIn is a very great tool. You know, um, if you're looking to expand your business, if you're looking to, you know, speak with other individuals who might, you know, be more ahead of you as far as like with their company and you can talk to them about, you know, their obstacles, their challenges, what they did, you know, um, to help them, you know, survive, you know, through this economy, you know, if uh, venture capital, you know, uh, angel funding, you know, things of that nature, you know, there's people on there, like LinkedIn is a serious deal, you know, you can be pointed in the right way and, and in the right direction, you know, through that. So, don't underestimate, you know, for the listeners, like, don't underestimate LinkedIn. It's it's also a powerful tool out there, too. Oh, it's, it's tremendously powerful. And when you get an introduction to a decision maker from another, you know, trusted LinkedIn, you know, associate or advisor, it means a lot. And it can it's really a make deal. a deal happen. Yana, yeah. how about your experiences with LinkedIn? Any? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um I was actually uh, contacted by um, a recruiter for a, a major network um, saying, you know, well, we, we're going to be, you know, thinking about this job a little bit down the line, and I just wanted to make the initial contact with you and let you know that you're being considered for a position. And um, I was really surprised by that because, um, honestly, as connected and as a big advocate of social media that I am, I would have thought that... Um, you know, traditional email or a phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, not <laughs> anymore. Works, and particularly, yeah, people. No, yeah, it was. It happened through LinkedIn, and then, um, you know, I'm I'm absolutely, you know, my bosses are listening. I'm I'm absolutely happy where I am. But um, you know, I just was was really um, thought it was pretty cool that um, she contacted me through LinkedIn, the professional you know social networking site. Oh, and they look at people. You know, they'll look for people. They'll search for talent in a particular category and, you know, how much experience the person has. But then guess what the next thing is that they look at? How many recommendations does this person have? Right. Um, you know, that's amazing. I, you know, so it's so important for everybody to be cognizant that, you know, having people endorse you is something that really, you know, has to be done. It's another thing to do. But it has to be done because it increases your own marketing quotient. Any last thoughts from any of you, Andrew? A wrap-up thought. Um, my 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 word of advice is um, to those who, you know, look at social media. You know, they look at Twitter and Facebook as you know nonsense. You know, I have a couple of people, you know, clients and and people that I, you know that I've just consulted for. You know, they've. They said, "Well, what's the point in Twitter? Like, I don't get it. You know, I I don't I feel it's stupid for me to tell everybody what I'm doing during the day. You know, who cares that I'm brushing my teeth in the morning? You know, who cares that I'm going to get a cup of coffee? Um, but you know, it, it's taking that a step further and and piggybacking off of what Ann said before. You know, uh, social networking has now provided." a way for you to manage your brand, you know, and manage your career in the sense if you want to get out there, you have to be, you have to use social media. It's like there's a, there's no way around it, you know. Um, a lot of times, you know, reporters want to establish relationships with, with people, you know, head on, you know, and, and those are the best relationships to have, you know, where you don't have to have a middleman, you don't have to filter through it all. You know, you can just directly talk to the media and, 
uh, social media provides that now. So, um, you know, if, if you're not into social media, get into it because it's the wave of the future. Uh, and, you know, it's here, so it can't be ignored. So that's, that's my advice. No, thanks. And, Anna, real quickly, you have about 30 seconds, but go ahead and give a wrap. Yeah, sure thing. No, I think uh, just going off of what Andrew said, you know, um, the easiest way to get involved is, you know, start off, um, kind of small, you know, um, see what area workshops are available for you. And um, if you want to see what all the big dogs are doing, come to South by Southwest in Austin. It's unbelievable. You know, they was talking about, you know, wonder what's coming up for 3.0. I mean, they're talking about things like light years in advance. And it's really uh, amazing for a beginner or for somebody who's into it and is an expert already. It's um, absolutely inspiring. So I would say either start small with regular workshops, you know, smaller workshops in your area, or come to South by in March. Yeah, South by your and that and that is taking place in Austin this year. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's in early March. Well, and there you I will go. Definitely be there there. You go. <laughs> well, listen, I want to thank the both of you. I also want to thank our engineer extraordinaire. Um, Ruben, and he's at RTC Shogun, been promoting the show while we've been on it, and he is a great friend and took really good care of us during this show. So everybody, be good, um, be active, be cautious, and enjoy the weekend, okay? Thanks so much, guys, for a very informative show. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Bye, American Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, 